Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're in for an unforgettable experience because tonight we're going to give a warm, wonderful Redondo Beach welcome to the guru of green, that silent stuff, that folding stuff, the mogul of money, the prince of prosperity, and in his heavenly blue, and you'll drool when you see it, here is the one and only Reverend Ike. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Are you ready to break through? Yes. And to break out? into unlimited success, prosperity, and... <laughs> Some of you didn't quite get the money. You know, I can tell a lot about your financial psychology by the way you say money. Some people say it as if they're afraid of it. So let's try that once again. Are you ready to break out into unlimited success, prosperity, and money? Okay, give yourselves a great big hand. All right, you sound like it. So I tell you what, first of all, let's stand. That's it. Some of you, you look too comfortable. Yeah, yeah, uh uh-huh. You know, there's a verse of Scripture that says, Woe be unto them who are at ease in Zion. (laughs) But you see, he's already made his money, so he can just rest on his laurels. (laughs) Anyway, I want you to understand that this is a participatory session. It's not just me standing up here talking at you or talking to you, but you're going to participate. And it's good for us to state our purpose right at the beginning. You know, when you give your mind a purpose, your mind will work what seems like miracles to attain that purpose. But it's good to state your purpose. And so we're going to state our purpose by just saying to the person next to you, I am ready to break out into greater success, prosperity, and money. Go ahead and do that. (laughs) Okay. Give yourselves a great big hand. Okay. You may be seated for a moment. Now, take out Reverend Ike's book. 
health, happiness, prosperity for you. And turn to the lesson notes that we're going to use for this session. We're going to talk about four steps to breaking out into greater success, prosperity, and money. And we're starting on page 184. And it's a chapter that is titled Four Steps to Get What You Want. Now, isn't it good to know that? Huh? Well, talk like it. I don't want to have to sing dry bones again today. <laughs> All right. And let me take this moment again to express my great appreciation to this congregation and to the Reverend Doctors Frank and Anita Richelieu for giving me this opportunity to share with you again. All right. Four steps for breaking out and breaking through into greater success, prosperity, and money, and all of the good that you desire. Well, the first thing that you do to get what you want, and I'm going to have Terry Hudson come up here, I hope he's listening, and write these four steps as I shall talk about them on the board over here. This will help us to demonstrate it. You know, they say that a picture... One picture is better than a thousand words. So the first thing that you do in order to get what you want, in order to break out into greater success, prosperity, and money, is to decide it. That simple. So let me hear you say, decide it. Decide it. Now, I know some of you are saying, well, gee, I came here to hear some kind of profound idea. <laughs> Now, you would be surprised at how profound that statement is. Just two words, a sentence of just two words, the subject understood to be you. You decide. Touch yourself and say, I must decide. The late Dr. Raymond Charles Barker had a book titled The Power of Decision. And he and I did a television program of mine in New York on that subject some years ago. Because, you see, there is power in decision. And by the way, if you don't have this book, you better get it. At the break, I'll sign it. See, I have to stop and do a commercial here. They do that on TV anyway. There is a special chapter in this book about the power of decision on page 57, or rather page 59. And so this book is full of ideas that will help you to break out into unlimited success, prosperity, and money. And I'm on page 184 now. So what is the first thing that you do to get what you want or to break out into a great experience of anything? Boy, this is a brilliant class. You see, nothing's going to happen until I make a decision. Let's hear it. And as I say, that may sound so simple, but every time I talk about people deciding, I remember the time when we were at this very fancy restaurant in Century City, 
And there were a number of people sitting around the table to have lunch with me. And the captain came and gave us some of the biggest menus that I have ever seen. I don't think I've seen restaurant menus that big since. And so I and several other people sat around that table looking at those menus. And after a while, the waiter came and asked each person, well, what do you want? And each person told what he wanted. If somebody goes to a restaurant with me, I usually say, whoever's already decided, say what you want first. That's usually me. <laughs> because I know what I want. Now, you see, you've got to get clear on that. You've got to come to the point in your own mentality where you can say, I know what I want. Let me hear it. I know what. And you see, you're not going to get it until you know what you want. So anyway, back to the restaurant and around that table. Finally, when he came to one young man, he was behind that big menu just looking. And his brow was furrowed, you know, in a puzzled sort of expression. And the waiter said to him, Sir, what do you want? He looked up and he said some immortal words. He said, I don't know what I want. Let me tell you something. I've been a minister and a counselor, a spiritual counselor, since I was 14. You know, it's interesting. I preached my first sermon at age 14. And the next day, a man came to me for marriage counseling. <laughs> he and his wife weren't doing so good. So he heard me preach that night. And so I guess he thought I had all the answers. And so I had to... Find some answers. <laughs> I couldn't let him know that I didn't have all the answers. But anyway, I said that to say this. Having been a minister and a spiritual counselor since 14, more than 42 years, isn't that something? That, that had to be before I was born. Take a good look at me, you know. <laughs> but anyway... I have discovered that in general people don't know what they want. So I've got an exercise for you. You can start it now. You can start it now. Or when you get home, take a blank piece of paper and right up at the top of that paper, write the question, what do I want? Come on, say it. You see, you can't break through, you can't break out, you can't do anything until you know what you want to be, to do, and to have. Now, you must become absolutely clear about that. I'm going to ask for some confessions. Yes, we do have confessions here. We don't let you go in a little box and confess. We make you confess in front of everybody. Now, let's confess, because somewhere... This, in this session, either before or after the break, we're going to do some one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to let you ask some questions. As a matter of fact, uh, at, during the break, write your questions down and pass them up here so that uh, when I come back, I can look at them and see, if I, see the ones that I may want to answer. <laughs> now, the ones that I have answers for. But 
Put that question at the top of a piece of paper when you get home. You can do that now if you want to, but I think you ought to get a big piece of paper. You see, you cramp yourself in and you use a little stinky piece of paper. <laughs>
You haven't sung your best song. You haven't preached your best sermon yet. You haven't thought your greatest thought. You haven't written down your greatest idea. You haven't dreamed your best dream. Baby, you haven't laughed your best laugh. You haven't had your greatest day yet. It's somewhere inside of you. You're a miracle looking for a place to happen. You have got all kinds of things locked up inside of you that are about to come forth for such a time as this. The time is right. The stage is set. The conditions are in order. And something awesome is about to happen in your life. Don't let anybody tell you you're too young. Don't let anybody tell you you're too old. Don't let anybody tell you you're finished. Every day you wake up in the morning, it's a sign. The best is yet to come. This is my moment, and I am determined to live it. The mind is the battleground. The fight is in your mind. Are you ready for the next level? What are you going to do with the time you have left? for Jessica and Tasia on Hindsight Radio. Peace, everybody. Good evening. How's everyone doing? Um, I hope everyone's having a good week. Um, And welcome to the Divine Connection Show. We divinely want to connect with you. Yes, sorry. We are your hosts, Jessica and Tasia. Yeah, Um, sorry. We probably have some new people on that don't know who we are. We are the Divine Connection Show, Jessica and Tasia. On Hindsight Radio every Thursday at 7. Um, So, yeah, hope everyone's having a good week so far. Um, How's your week going, Tasia? Oh, it's going fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Good. Mine mine is going good. Um been in the mood for this weather change. Um, I'm not really sad that summer's passing. I'm actually excited for autumn. So yeah, I'm in the cooking mood really. But yeah. That's because you're a autumn baby. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> I mean it's a beautiful time. You no, know, like, I like fall too. Um yeah. Then football and yeah, the little brisk weather, but not too cold. You know, it's a little sad because you know winter's near. If you don't like winter, but it's like harsh cold. But I like, you know, I don't mind the brisk. I don't mind to wear a cute jacket or whatever. Yeah, sweaters and nice boots. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, I guess the only news news that stood out to us this week was that um, Breonna Taylor, the victim of police brutality, mm-hmm. abuse, taking advantage of their position, all of that. Um, she, her family received a settlement for $12 million. Yeah, 12 million. And, I mean, and her murderers, I don't know what's happened to them. I don't know what the update is. 
but um, I did not see that they were ever arrested, and I do not know <laughs> if that is enough money to accommodate, but. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so that's the only thing. It's just, yeah, women, melanated women are at the bottom of the food chain, but yeah. On so many different levels as well, like work and all that, pay and all that. They may be the softer ones, but yeah, species yeah. out of the race, but still, it's like they still get treated poorly. But anyway, um, some people like the clip that we played um, today, and really, the TDJ's clip, the It's Your Season, it is. Um, relevant to the topic we're going to talk about tonight, which is time, time management, all things centered around that. And um, that is such a motivational clip because it's so true and it's very powerful. It's like a, for some people, it's a harsh reality, a harsh truth, but nonetheless, it is the truth, you know, about us running out of time and, um, not having enough time and basically just being good stewards of your time, the time that you have been allotted, you know, in your life and do the best that you can to do all that you can during this time. Um, I want to encourage everyone to try to push forth leaving a legacy um, for you, for your loved ones, for your children. Um, Yeah. So without further ado, Asia, what do you want to tell the people tonight? Okay, so yes, I wanted to speak on time. And when you look up time, it's a particular portion or part of duration, whether past, present, or future. So when I looked at this definition, it um, caused me to um, believe that time is three-dimensional. So with time, there is the past, that's one dimension, the present, and the future is the last dimension. Now, time is also a measurement, and with the, with the past, um, spiritually, we can move through all these dimensions at one point in time, mm-hmm. and with the spirit, it's not bound by time so when you say past as that dimension how do we know that we were in the past before you were formed in your mother's womb I knew you that's what the bible says so before we're even born we existed in spirit we exist in the present right now and we exist in the future. How do we know this? Sometimes we do travel to the future. How do we travel to the future? We travel through deja vus. You ever have deja vu? Like, oh, I already knew I, I was there before. Mm-hmm. Like, or this feels so familiar. And then there'll be some times where you just be in the moment and you feel like your spirit's trying to catch up, or your physical body's trying to catch up with your spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that just right there in time, with our spirit, there's no no boundaries with time. Mm-hmm. 
And um, another thing that came to my mind was the scripture, um, Ecclesiastes 3. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm not going to read the whole scripture because that whole chapter talks about time, but um, and seasons and and to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the sun, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up, which is planted, a time to kill, a, a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. So with season, there is a season and a time. Seasons or in a point and occasion are set times. And spiritually we should we need to be able to discern the seasons. Now, can you identify what season you are in? Now we have winter, spring, summer, fall through all these seasons. It doesn't last away and it goes in cycles. So with winter, it's your, your your resting season. Are you in a season of resting? Are you for resting? So you're saying there's a physical season mm-hmm. and then there's a, a season that you can be in in your life that can resemble the physical season, actual season. Right. So you're saying resting, you can be in a resting season, but it doesn't necessarily have to be winter. Just because winter comes doesn't mean it's your resting right, season. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So with that, um, are you in your resting season? Are you, um, this is the recharging season, a time for you to sit back and evaluate and plan and prepare Mm -hmm. for what's to come. Are you in season where you're planting and what you planted is starting to take root? Um, that are you growing? Um, and I guess there will be a harvest season too. Then, if you're planting, you probably my bad. I don't want to get ahead of you. Go ahead. So yeah, so or a rainy season, a purification season, a detoxing season, um, the summer, a season where. Temperatures high where you feel like you're under heat that you have to realize pressure's on where you have to realize where you have to take a step back and kind of cool off, slow down a little bit. And then the season that you were talking about was the fall season, the autumn season, where it's the time and the occasion to reap the harvest where things slow down and it's time for you to receive. Yeah, so kind of like after we started doing the garden planting in like the spring and then Mm -hmm. fall arrives and then you are enjoying the harvest. Like whether you decide to can your food, you just get everything prepared for the winter. Oh, yeah, I can see it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, but we already know harvest can come sometimes it is in the summertime and springtime and so but yeah 
that's a good example. Yeah, and also with the fall as well, that's when the leaves are falling off the trees. So sometimes things have to be removed out your life mm-hmm. to prepare to make room for the new new things. That's good, Sage. So with our time, we we need to realize that we don't have all the time in the world, that we have to take care of the time that we have. We have to um, prioritize our time. We have to cherish our time that we have. And I know, like, with obligations that you have every day with your family, with your friends, with your um, significant others, with um, your job, um, with your businesses, with your side hustles, whatever is obligation to you, important to you, we have to put it in its proper place. And it might be challenging at times to manage what you have. Yeah, but at least you're not taking it for granted. Um, that's the problem when we take it for granted. We always think that we have more time. But I think during this season, we've learned during this whole pandemic that death is unexpected. And we already knew that, but some of the people that are passing, it's just like you just did not see it coming, you know, and you also felt like you had more time. Or some of them, they may not pass away, but they've been sick. And it's just like, you know, you kind of like want to reevaluate your life or your relationships. And it's just like, you know, while you have the time that you have, because it could be, you know, around the corner. You never know. Everybody doesn't get to grow old. Um, And some people do, and it's blessed. Um, Hopefully it's a blessed life, but it's just we take time for granted. We always put stuff off. That procrastination is one thing to constantly, um, I guess, defeat. It's a constant work to not procrastinate. I mean, a lot of people suffer from procrastination, but not everybody. I know some people that do not procrastinate. Like, I have a loved one that does not have procrastinating bone in her body. But, um, but yeah, so I don't know. I know that's something I have to actively fight. So, yeah, so today we are going to talk about some ways to manage time. And... um when you're planning, you need to start off with planning for, you can start off with planning for the year, but to plan for month to month. Yeah. So I know, like, I take my calendar, and every time there's an event, you just put it in there, right? So you know what's going on for that next month. And then from that, you take monthly, you do week-to-week planning. Mm-hmm. So with the week-to-week planning, you need to at least pick a day out of the week that you schedule um, your tasks and your um, plans for that week, the upcoming week, like at least the day before the week starts. So with that, you need to identify what the most important things to you to get done, Um and the days and the timelines when it needs to be done for that week. 
Mm-hmm. So give yourself deadlines mm-hmm. and then the day-to-day tasks and make sure you achieve or cross those things off every day. And then from that, we like to call it um, time mapping, where you just take those uh, things for the week. You know how long it takes. So if you don't know how long your tasks take, just time them out and kind of figure out how long it takes for you to do one thing. So just take your time mapping, your time tasks, um, block it off. It's really helpful because I know – for me, when I'm pulled in so many different directions, there's so many things that um, I'm trying to accomplish that we're doing. And pretty much what I do, how I do it is I know I have a certain amount of time before work. I know I have a certain amount of time after work. And I know on the weekends what I lack time for. But I do not overextend myself and book too much with my time. So with the time blocking, and time blocking is actually good for, it could be good for children too um, with school and any activities they have um, to make sure they keep on task and make sure that um, anything that they're trying to work on to improve in, whether it's math or um, whether it's an activity or a hobby that they have, whether it's an instrument, violin, or whatever, just kind of a lot at time. And I use that for my daughter too as well as um, allotting time, okay, this time from this time, that's chore time, and then this time from this time, that's study time. So it helps it tremendously, and um, not a lot of people use this method, but it's very helpful, and you would be surprised how much time you, you actually have Um, and how much more you can get done. So with the weekly plan, you will have that blocked out, but you need to make sure that every day you go over your plan. So you can do it the night before, look and see what you're going to have if you need to adjust anything, and put it in your plans. So with creating your schedule, um, there's some some things that you need to do as far as um, leaving time allowances um, in your day. So in between tasks, give yourself at least like a, a 10 to 30 minute time window just in case you go over, just in case Um, something takes longer, um, and then just some time to regroup. And when you're working on your your tasks, um, I know it's it's hard not to multitask, and sometimes it's just demanded from you to multitask. But as far as the quality of your work, if you can focus on that one task, then it will will get done more efficiently. Um, And then just respect the time that you have for your plan. Don't don't um, overextend yourself. So with some more tips, just delegate some of the work, some of the household work, the jobs, what you have to do, some of the errands. Delegate it to other family members. 
keep them apart so it don't always have to solely be on you. So that would be that's very helpful. Yeah. Yep. I learned that just by getting a puppy and at first I was doing all the work and <laughs> I really was. was you know, I was. I was getting up early and you know I don't even do it that way. Okay, well I'm telling you. <laughs> like I'm the one that got up early and um nobody was up at five o'clock like I was and I'm cleaning out the cage and all that and taking her for walks. It was still dark. Taking her for walks and making sure that she <laughs> She got those, well, I make sure she get her exercise on every single day. But anyway, if you have older children, I thought about it like, wait a second. They're like 10 and 11 or 11 and 12. Like, um, they, I noticed that they were just reaping all of the fruit from what I had done. And I was just like, no. Because, like, it was like, I do all the work and then they're just like, oh, this is fine with her. I was like, okay, no, you guys are going to have to do this too. So I felt like, honestly, <laughs> that even matured them. It gave them more responsibility, and it matured them, and I should have did it sooner by, you know, making them responsible. Why do I have to be the one while she's training? Why do I have to clean up everything? I'm um, not saying they didn't clean ever or help ever, but they it wasn't their responsibility. But that definitely took the load off, considering I had to be at work at a certain time. And, um, you know, they just used to get up without being asked. Or if they saw something, they would just take care of it. So, yeah. So, anyway, that was me delegating a task to make my life easier. So now you don't even have to really say anything. They Somebody does it without being told. They make sure she's fed and walked and all that. But, yeah, so that was just one little example. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's good. And then ah, I'm I'm sorry. You you're gonna have to get up early. That's another tip. You're gonna have to get up early. Yeah. There's no way getting around that unless you stay up extra late and get all your stuff done. But well, if you have a nine to five, you have to work earlier. And I did that before. There was a time I got up at four in the morning to try to work on my business. And now, I mean, I was. I crashed. I was no good the next day because my body wasn't used to it. But, you know, the early bird gets the worm. And millionaires, that's a lifestyle. They don't sleep in. Eight o'clock's too late. You know, they're up like five o'clock at the the latest. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to. Yeah, and then another tip is to eliminate distractions as much as you can. Mm-hmm. So I know one of the big distractions that are, is starting to get to me, which I didn't have a problem before, but now um, it's social media. But we have a remedy for that, right? The time allowance. Yeah, but shoot, I was um, I had a time. I do. I have a time limit set for social media, but lately. I have been going against that time. I just give myself 15 more minutes, 15 more minutes. Next thing you know, it's like, okay, just allow the time for the rest of the day. But um, sometimes I can literally be scrolling and not really doing much. Um, And when that timer goes off, it blocks me from social media. I really do put my phone down after that. I'm like, I'm not even about to listen to the rest of whatever someone was saying. But if I'm watching something good, then I will, you know, go back to it 
or allow myself 15 more minutes. But if you really feel like you don't have that control and if you have an iPhone or something, or maybe not, maybe it works for Samsung too, but give yourself time limits. What is it? A downtime? It's called downtime. I'm sure there's apps for whatever you need yeah. for any kind of device that you have. That downtime helps you, though, because you'll get sucked into the vortex. Everyone knows, like, what was it? I was doing something. I was pulling something up on social media for a reason. And before before I could even look up whatever I was looking for, I was watching some other stuff. I was I got into it. And I was like, dang, I forgot what I was on here for. And, like, before you know it, five minutes had passed by. And it's like, you know, I think I even got you distracted. You know, it was like you, all it takes is one click and then another click and another click. And next thing you know, you're, you're just all in. You're deep in. And then why are you wasting an hour of your time of your day or two on social media? Like, think about that. Does that sound normal mm-hmm. like I mean it's not even like an hour on TV you can't even say like I went to the movies I watched the movie you like some it's way worse like you know you wake up you scroll and some people are you're on the toilet you're scrolling I mean you're driving you're scrolling <laughs> I mean people are like that addicted to it um and I really like the days when I'm like I have not been on at all you know what I mean hardly you know because I'm so focused I'm be afraid I'm gonna miss something though. I'm like I'm gonna miss. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. So it's just like, but what are you really gonna miss? Sometimes you can, but you know when social media is rolling too, because it's like something, an event can happen. It's like let me get on social media. You know, social media is like a powerful thing, and good or bad, it's like that's where you get your news. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you get a lot of information. So it's just. I mean, there are groups for everything on social media. Um, so, but I mean, at the end of the day, are you using your time wisely? Just listening, listening to people tell you information, or could you just give yourself an allotted time and then stay focused on what it is that you could be doing? If anything, they could be going. You know, you could be using it for your business. If you whatever business you build it you build, you can use social media to help brand. It could be an outlet, I should say. You kind of want to build your own. You don't want social media to be your only source of uh, getting your stuff out there. Um, you yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's better. Your own source of marketing because they can shut your stuff down at any time. So you definitely don't want that. But just saying, build your. Build your repertoire. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, time management, that's just social media is like, whoo. And they have some documentaries out that I want to watch because our children don't know how to play anymore. Um, okay. They watch children play on YouTube. And I think that's so crazy. I mean, not all children, but a lot of children don't know how to play outside, but I know I have neighbors across the street. Those children, they know how to play outside. They will ride their bikes. They climb trees. They're always out there, super soakers, you know. And But most kids are not out here. And the other kids, social media. You don't see them out. <laughs> but they're stuck on social media. And I think that the documentary is talking about that and a whole lot more. But it's like, it's like we're in the Matrix and they're just watching us, like, you know, lose our brain cells and not be productive with 
the life that we've been blessed with. Like, look at what's happening with COVID. Like, they literally told you to stay in the house, and that's what you're doing. Nobody's combating it. No one had a, you know, they did the Black Lives Matter movement and and chants and and parades. What do you call it? Protests. (laughs) Protests. Mm -hmm. And we could have been having a, a protest about things that we believe. I mean, whether you believe you should wear a mask, you could be protesting about it, you know, getting the facts. And if you believe that you shouldn't wear a mask, you could be protesting about it. But it's just like they are really telling us what to do, and we're just going. They told us we had a curfew yeah. in the house. Like, yep, your curfew or what? They didn't say you're going to go to jail, but you had a curfew, and people were making sure they were in the house by 11 p.m. But that's all I'm saying is social media um, and um, the the matrix of it all. But yes, I'm interested in watching that documentary. But yeah, that's sidebar. And you know, but as far as managing, there are resources that we need to manage as well. Um, especially in this this time right now, everything we have already talked about it. Um, preparing and being resourceful with what you have to prepare for what's to come or the unforeseen and just to be prepared. Like you ever, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, I've always been prepared, but there's some things like, come on, you just like, do you always wait till you're at the last roll of your toilet paper before you buy new or your last bar? So, you know what I mean? Like, do you wait until you run out of eggs? I mean, I'm not saying, yeah, that's funny because I'm about to be at it. So I'm just saying, it's just like, you know, before you even plan to get the next thing, we just got to do better um, planning. That's just, it's just key to be prepared. That way you're not scrummaging around and then waiting for stuff to get in stock and We have no control over the events that happen and the reason why things are out of stock, but I'm just saying, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, managing what you have. So, yes. And, um, yeah, I think that will be everything, right? Yeah, so speaking of managing time and your resources. Um, you know, we've had um guests on the show talk about utilizing your resources around and um resources for even gardening. Like you can even rent a a lot, you know, and just grow your food that way. But we have something coming out soon next week. We're praying that everything works out, that we can get this out to you guys next week. Yes, next um, Thursday, actually, the mm-hmm. 24th, we're, we have a book coming out. Yes, we have an e-book coming out, so everybody look for that. Um, so it drops next Thursday. Um, and we're just going to say that because we're just positive vibes that it's all going to work out. So... On that date, the date that mm-hmm. we say. Yeah, so. we've, been, we've been working diligently on it for some months now, for some time now, but it is a resource guide 
for the times right now with COVID and um, the predicted food shortage and just to have your, your family prepared and ready um, for what may happen and for any other future events that may occur. Because I know, like, now I never would have ever thought, like, we would be in this situation that we are now. So with not knowing, it's better to be prepared and ready and safe than to not be at all. So you guys just stay tuned. We'll have that released out yes. next week. Exactly. And it'll be on jtmuse.com, J-T-M-U-S-E, um, along with the rest of our products on there, um, like our firearm webinar, um, as well as third-party debt collector. Like, I'm still going through that process. I don't really know what's going on when it comes to me uh, fighting off about my student loans. Um, the most recent data I received uh, when I looked on credit, I mean, my credit scores keeps going up, but I can give you guys an update on the latest thing that's happened with me. Um, I'm scrolling now to see. When I get the details, usually it tells me that Navient is their third parties that they are late. Um, it says one of them, it says it's like 120 days late, and another one just has no info. First it was saying on time, you know, when they do a little breakdown on um, the credit app. But now there's just no info. So I think I'm at the last or the end of this. And in fact, it's telling me like on one of them, it says a $4,500 balance. It said I paid off 12% of that loan. Another one says I paid off 16% of that loan. And another was 7%. And another says 7%. And I have not. So I don't really know what's going on. And then, it fluctuates from saying late to on time, but now it's saying like a percentage. So I don't know if I'm at the that's where I'm at. So um just waiting. It should be coming up on shoot, when did I start this? It hasn't been a year yet, but it's getting close to it. Um, but yeah, it I mean, as long as you have something, um like what I did with the third party debt, as long as you have something already going, like a, um, what am I trying to say? Um, through the court, can't they won't garnish. Not through the courts, I'm sorry. Through the company. Like going, I have my paperwork and um, all of that, sending them facts and um, with return receipts. As long as you have something in dispute, that's what I'm trying to say. In disputing, um, they don't garnish or anything like that. I haven't had that happen to me. So anyway, you can uh, you can take a look at our website and look for that as well because it's effective. Um, and it looks like we have a hand raised. I'm not sure um, how long your hand has been raised. But I'll click on your name or I'll click on your number if you're still interested in saying something. Um, 
Pure energy from the D. Constantly (laughs) radiates, inundates, penetrates, permeates, and saturates this universe, the cosmos, the ether, with pure energy. What's up, Queens? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Very, good. very good to hear favored. you. Very highly favored. Surrounded by positronic magnetic energy. I like the uh, topic of time that you guys is going over. I like that. But see, that's right up my alley. I like that. Yes, time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is- First, I want to say this. Let, let me let me get on track. First, I want to say this. I like how you put the analogy like time is three dimensions with a past, a present, and a future. I like that. I like how you put that together. That's real smooth. Thank you. Thank you. I personally see time as being one dimension. Okay. Okay. As like as being as a constant to where mm-hmm. it never changes. Yet it is always there. It doesn't have to evolve. It doesn't have to change. It doesn't have to do anything. It's a constant. Okay, that's through my I'll look research, at it. through my research, through my understanding. Time itself for Earth was mapped out by those who from heaven came to Earth in the Sumerian, basically Anunnaki. Okay. And actually, if you check out the Lost Book of Inti. The Lost Book of what? Repeat that. Lost Book of Inky, and Autobiography of an Extraterrestrial Astronaut. It was actually him. It was actually him and his son who came up with time and said it mm-hmm. as it is on this planet. And it'll. what really amazed me is that they did not do this from the earth. They did this from the moon. See, from the moon, you have a different perspective of the earth. It's actually just the opposite. We here on earth, we see the moon go into halves, into quarters, quarters, etc. When you're on the moon, the earth does that. But yet, while you are on the moon, The moon itself goes around the earth as the earth itself goes around the sun. See, they've had a very unique perspective by them being on the moon. And remember, their definition of time is not like ours. On their planet, it takes them 3,000 600 earth years to turn one years old. 
So time to them is even more infinitesimal than we see. You know, our little 80, little 100 years, you know, we get lucky to see 110, you know, but if you also realize that when we were created by, the Bible says God, but the original Pentateuch, the first five books of Moses, some people call it Torah, whatever. You can call it what you want to call it. That word was Elohim. It was not G-O-D in English. Elohim in Hebrew means God with an S on the end, more than one. So their idea of time was different from ours. They they have time called celestial time. Hold up, hold up, Septimius, Septimius, Septimius. Yo, how you doing, my king? I'm doing good. Peace. How you doing? How you been, man? (laughs) I'm good. I'm actually. How you doing? I'm on my show every Tuesday, so I haven't gone nowhere. Uh, okay, yeah, I've been listening in. I just been doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to, I had to I had to put a pause on the all the education on the Anunnaki and time. Um, yeah, because we got some infant ears on that subject. What I mean by infant, they're not really on that that deep into the knowledge. Oh, I got you. Now, I got you. Here's the deal with time because we're using this word time. Remember, that's a construct of man's thoughts of how he measures time, past, present, future. But in reality, we only live in one space of, um, of, of we only live in one space, and that is now. Mm-hmm. You understand? We have now. Exactly. Right? We have infinite. That's why they say we live forever. We have now, right now, all things are happening at once, right now. Yeah. Thoughts of the Probably past, thoughts of the future, all in our consciousness. And JJ is right. Sometimes we do travel to the future, and sometimes we mm-hmm. do travel to the past in our dreams. You know, we, yeah. we shift. Our consciousness shifts, you know, even when we awake, sometimes you go into deep meditation, our consciousness shifts to past, right. future, in present, but right. I think the 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 one big takeaway about what they were talking about tonight is managing your time properly so that yeah. you can get paid yeah. and make yeah. money yeah. and be successful. Exactly. We could go on and on about what time is and what dimension it's in, but what what is really going to help us today? <laughs> we need right. to, you know, I know I'm guilty of it. Procrastination is one of the one of the biggest killers of our success. You know, we know we got things to do, and if we don't map out our time properly, we'll find ourselves just wasting most of our day. You know, yeah. and I think that's the big lesson for today, which I appreciate them bringing that forward about our time yeah. because it helped me. You know, this although I try to occupy a lot of my time, I know I waste a lot of time as well. You know, mm-hmm. you know, starting yeah. something and then stopping and getting distracted. And one of the things they were saying is, you know, put put put, give yourself a schedule. Getting up yeah. early, 
Because I know if I don't get up by 6, 7 o'clock, if it gets to 8 o'clock and I'm still in the bed, I know that day is pretty much shot for me. Mm-hmm. Because there's some things that I need to do before 8 o'clock that once I get to 8 o'clock, it's like, okay, now it's time to maybe eat some breakfast, get into, you know, I got a couple of hours before I do consultations. Uh, you know, so, yes, getting up early is important and getting, you know, um, and I'm also realizing I don't need as much sleep as I need, thought I did. You know, I did a whole almost two days being straight awake. But I'm going to have to take a pause because it's my daughter. So y'all go ahead. Okay. Looks like we have another caller, too. Um, No doubt, ladies. Just wanted to say that was a great show, and I love how you put it together. And uh, managing managing our time is the overall theme of that. And uh, I I really appreciate y'all bringing this show forward because we don't realize really how much time we do have. And just to say, you right. know, uh, COVID-19 really showed us a lot, you know, like, you know, you, you right. don't know who can get this, who can get what, who can die from it. And, you know, I like you ladies for bringing that uh, up to the forefront. Manage your time, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're and, welcome. Um, Be just, You too the support of what Octavius was saying, I do understand that um, time could be one-dimensional because in the heavens, heavenly, even in Ecclesiastes 3, it says what I read, it's a, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So everything that's under heaven is what eight feet, seven feet, just seven feet away from us, there are different dimensions, there are different levels of heaven. So everything in the terrestrial, all that time is one-dimensional. So, yes, based on what the Bible says and in time to every purpose under the heaven. So, yeah, we were going to take the next caller. (laughs) Thank you. Um, 919-948. Yes, hi. Can you hear me? Yes, hi. Okay, hi, Tasia and Jessica. This is Beth. Hope hope you're both doing well. Um, hi, I just hey, wanted hey. to say hi. that, uh, hi, I love that Reverend Ike clip that you played in the beginning about the power of decision. Okay. I need, I need mm-hmm. to listen to the rest of that message. And I was thinking about this a few days ago, that saying and doing are two different things. And I know mm-hmm. many times we do things based on other people, and it's important to focus on, you know, what your needs are first. And I think that it goes along with time management because you first have to make that decision to do what you need to do so you're not procrastinating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, what? Um, yeah. and, I also I'm excited about the ebook that you all are doing. You said that you could find that on your website. Yes, next week. Um it's we'll, coming out next Thursday, so the twenty fourth it'll be on there, um on the twenty fourth. Okay, and it's about food yeah. the food shortage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So well it's a survival guide. 
a survival guide. Okay. Pretty much any disaster, um, including the food shortage. So, um, yes. Okay, well, I'll definitely look um, look at that. But, yeah, you guys yeah. keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Okay. All right, have well, a good uh, night. What was the name of that clip, by the way, the Reverend Ike clip? Which one was that? Oh, at first I didn't okay, recognize one second. Because, you know, I got all the Reverend Ike recordings. At first, I didn't recognize uh-huh. it. Then when he started talking about the guy in the restaurant, not me, and able to decide what he wanted to eat, then I, I remembered. I forgot which one. One second. We're pulling it up. I'm trying to pull it, pull it up. Is it How to Break Out, Part 1? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that is it. Okay. How, to, right. break How out. to Break Out. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't know. Yeah, that's Look it. That. I'll send that to Beth. Yeah, I, I have all okay. of them. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. But, yeah, you guys are doing Later. good. Oh, about the time. I really like that T.D. Jakes clip. That had me hyped. I was ready to. Uh, you know, I used to listen to know? that, like, every morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll get you motivated. It's good to play. Um and first thing in the morning, because mm-hmm. it's like, it just gets you together. It's like a, talk to you in the mirror. It's like a a power check, you know? Like, we don't mm-hmm. have time. There was another um, video I saw of him with Steve Furtick, and I was, it was about um, how sometimes we weren't meant to get as old as we are to get to where we're trying to get to. It's just, right. yes, it's a lot. Um mm-hmm. We're older now, like starting families and everything. Like the times have really changed. So, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. But yeah. So thanks for hopping on, Akeem. Right. You welcome. Um, <laughs> again, that was a good topic about time because we really need to keep a check on that because people will. You'll have people wasting your time, you know, calling you with their whatever yeah. you got going on. Um, you know, it, and I don't know about y'all, but whenever I'm about to do something really important, there's always a person that calls me right before I get started. Like, you know, it's usually a person that's a time waster. Today. Usually... That's happened to me today. <laughs> before the show. <laughs> it's usually somebody yeah. you know is just is a a a, a, a a proverbial time waster for you. You know the conversation's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> He's like, oh, yep. what is this? Yeah, right. It, 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 it never fails. It's always right before you're about to do something to make progress. You know, so I guess we need to I definitely. I really believe those are tests. They are tests. I believe, I believe those are tests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then how um, are you going to handle yeah. it is the thing. Oh, I it's handle it well. Question. I just that, pick up the phone. Things... <laughs> well, I'm talking about in general <laughs> to the people. <laughs> the question is, how will oh, you yeah, yeah. recognize? Right. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Just don't pick it up. Like, look at the phone. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, and... That's good, because some people don't know to how to not pick up the phone. Mm-mm. I think pages just get you know, And then, and sometimes they go, they go into the uh, the block 
the block notice. They, they don't get to call me anymore. <laughs> if they, if I, if they, if that happens like two or three times, right before I do something important, uh, people call me and to interrupt. They get that's okay. That tells me this person needs to go into block mode right there. They, they, I don't need to be talking to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a do not disturb button. I use that. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Yeah, that. yeah. I, I, I guess I can go the soft route and just do do not disturb. And just I just say block. I used to do <laughs> that every time we had a show. I do not disturb. People will yeah. just be calling, and I use it when I work out. That's my workout time. Do not disturb. <laughs> yes. Right. Yep. Utilizing managing your time. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, since right. I did started using that routine, um, my uh, my my uh, prosperity went up, my production goes up, and I I really have calls that uh that I'm on other than consultation, you know. Mhm. Mhm. So, and my phone well, doesn't good. ring as much. Yeah. Other than consultations. Yeah. Oh, that's good. The money ring. The money ring. All right. <laughs> right. right. That's, the money yeah. ring. That's, that's only, you know, that's, that's what it's for. All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Have, uh, y'all did a great job on your show. Um, until next time. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everyone. Till next time. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Peace. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.